The Tiger Daniel Podcast, brought to you by Snow's Furniture. It's Warren Siders, 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, we've been very, very lucky in our career, and um, and I don't know why, but Carrie Underwood, Oklahoman, you know, she follows us on Twitter and stuff. And I mean, I'm like, is this real? And then, yeah, remember when the blue check marks were out? Like, Carrie Underwood, the real one, follows us. Mm-hmm. And then I swear, like, I swear that uh, one day the real Tim McGraw followed us on Twitter. And it's like one of those pinch yourself moments in a way. It's like, how in the world? You know, we got our dumb radio show, but these people will follow us. So much so that I would, like, start tweeting at Tim McGraw, and he'd come back at me. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of, like, picking on each other in a good-natured way. I was making fun of something he did, and he was making fun of us. And, and he said So what an honor those things were. But, Daniel, um, you told me yesterday that somebody else very famous followed us well, on social media. First of all, forget Twitter. That's a thing of the past. Now it's TikTok. We've got a pretty famous TikTok follower yesterday on our Tiger and Daniel TikTok page. And this is real, right? This is absolutely real. As I look down, I see that a bunch of people followed us. But yesterday, a name you will all know, one of the biggest celebrities, I think, on the planet, Mr. George Washington. So, I mean, so what do we owe this luck? Mm-hmm. George Washington, the first president of the United States, followed us, and his, tw- his TikTok name is at Prez Washington One. So that's how you know it's legit. He's the first president. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing: he doesn't put many TikToks up. I think he's mostly <laughs> there to watch. <laughs> he's addicted to TikTok, but yeah. he doesn't post a whole lot. I mean, he can do all kind of great things on TikTok, like uh, false teeth reviews. It's like I found the best false teeth in Tulsa. Yeah. He could post pictures of Martha. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Did he could he post we- pictures of his house, Mount Vernon. Yeah. Did he wear? Do we, is he wear a wig? Yeah, they used to during parliamentary procedures. They he would could wear give wigs. powdered wig reviews. So he could give uh, rowboat reviews. Yeah. What's that river he got in that time? The was Potomac. It the, was it the Potomac? Yeah. Or was it the Delaware? No, he crossed the Potomac. I'll have to look that up. Well, you can make a TikTok about that. See, I need to send him a message. George Washington follows Tig and Daniel. Ain't that crazy? First off, I would congratulating, you know, congratulate him on an exciting life, Mm -hmm. a useful life. I'd be like, George, man, why didn't they finish that painting of you that hang up in schools? Couldn't they get another artist come in there and finish the bottom half? It was unfinished, wasn't it? What was the deal with that? Yeah. They got his face and his neck. You can't. You can't just imagine the torso. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get, we'd be like, you got screwed, man. Yeah. They're like, well, we started painting him, but he died, so we didn't finish his chest. <laughs> just take any chest, man. <laughs> well, anyway, we're honored. Uh, Thank you. You guys didn't know it when you listened to Tiger Daniel. We're followed by Carrie Underwood, Tim McGraw, and yes, and the first you, president of the United States. If you would like to be just like. President George Washington. Follow us on TikTok at Tig and Daniel. That's T I G E and Daniel. It's five. The Bull Tiger. Are you uh, fascinated by this Gypsy Rose Blanchard? Um, you, have, I, you, have you not followed that story at all? That's the lady whose mom told her she was sick her whole life and would bring her to doctors and stuff, and she was never actually sick. Yeah. What is the story there? I mean, well, you've just basically told it. She was. For most of her life, told her that she had all these diseases. Took her to the doctor, had uh, her salivatory glands taken out. You know, all this kind of stuff, and uh, to get the attention from the local community, who would then build them a house. And oh, she was like um, using, using her it. for attention. And awful, tragic story. Uh, the little girl, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, ended up getting a boyfriend of hers to kill the mom. Then they both went off to prison for a while. And now she's finally out, and now she's doing interviews. In fact, she's going to do one on ABC coming up this Friday night. But I don't know if you were following this story like America is. You're probably still well, watching. Well, now, now I will. I mean, I just didn't know a whole lot about it. I knew it just like in the Notes version. But um, it sounds like a really fascinating story. It is, but it's very sad. Uh, HBO had a great documentary on it if you want to catch up. And then they did a dramatization on Hulu, like a dramatization of the story. 
And now that she's out, she's interviewing, and uh, she's been a good time. She's a long time in prison. Now, that, the guy that she got to do it ain't, so the, ain't getting So the mom out. wasn't killed? Oh, yeah. He killed she, real she bad. She was killed. Oh, yeah. Oh, so the boyfriend and the daughter went off to prison. Mm-hmm. But oh, now Gypsy Rose is out she's and out. doing interviews. My boyfriend, since he committed the act, he's all mad. He's that's he's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. He, he needs to stay in there. And what's uh, <laughs> what's that show called on HBO? Uh, um, Mommy Dead and Dearest. All right, worth a watch. Sir. It's a fascinating thing, but I think it's of note that since she's out, everybody's following her right now, and you'll see an interview with her on ABC this Friday night. It's 98.5 The Bull, Tig and Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull at 6.44 with Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel. You know, I was out this weekend, Tig, and I went to a, a place that had a jukebox, and I've started to realize I think people should probably pay me to come to their place and play their jukebox for them. Oh, like a, almost like a DJ? Secret DJ. Secret now DJ. it's now it's touch tunes, so yeah. I can sit where I, where I'm at and just play whatever I want right on the old phone. I don't have to. You don't have to do that humiliation to where you walk up to the jukebox and risk the embarrassment if nobody likes your song. That's what I like. Back in the day, you had to go up and put a quarter in it or mm-hmm. something. And uh, you know, there's some music that I like that I wouldn't say I'm not proud of it, but I, I could see where I would get um, made fun of. Those are called uh, guilty pleasures. Yeah, and so if I went up and played this song. Like Backstreet Boys. Great clip, by the way. Like, I like some Backstreet Boys, and uh, back in the day, you put a quarter in there, you choose Backstreet Boys, and everybody looks over to see who played Backstreet Boys. Yeah, and then you just have to slowly walk away. But now you can do it anonymously from your table Mm because cell phones are connected to the jukebox. Yeah. Now, that anonymity is going to cost you because it's about uh, 2 $3 to play a song now on the jukebox. Hey, how, how do you... I got a good question for you about a jukebox. Yeah? How do you feel about the function that they have on them now? Because normally you just have to wait your turn to get your song played. Like, if, you know, if three people went up before you, you got to wait three songs. But now they have this dirty option on jukeboxes where you can pay a little extra mm-hmm. and get your song played next. What do you make of that? Fair enough to me, because I, I use it every time, Wait, buddy. do you always do I'm next? I'm like that, uh, remember that wrestler, the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, and just goes around and uh, does mean things because he got the money to do it? That's me, at the jukebox, at least. Oh, so you don't wait your turn in line. No, You're I the don't. guy at Disney World that skips everybody because you paid more for a I ticket. I sure would. If I'm going to go to Disney World and I can afford it and uh, I don't want to spend my whole day waiting in that line, I can buy that Fast Pass, of course yeah, I would buy it. That is dirty. How's it dirty? And you skip the line at the jukebox. Oh, every time. So if you want to play like Lionel Richie mm-hmm. and there's 10 songs lined up, you'll pay to jump the line? Every time. <laughs> I don't know if I could be friends with you anymore. Why? That seems immoral. You think it's immoral to use the uh, fast pass on the jukebox? Uh, call and weigh in on this, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. But here's the thing. When I go play songs on the jukebox, I'm not just playing them for me. I look around. I really do this now. I look around. I analyze the crowd, and I see what they might want to hear. So if you see, like, a particular demographic in the audience, Correct. you'll you'll take note of that and then play something you think they, they will like. Right. I see. And so if I look around and I see if it's women in their late 30s, I'll play something maybe they would like. And if it's older people, I'll play something they might like. And if it's old country folks, I'll play something they might like. I'm playing these for you, Tig, is what I'm saying. That's why businesses should hire me to come in there and play their jukeboxes. You're like a music Mother Teresa. I really am. The wind beneath (laughs) Tulsa's wings, he chooses songs that he knows they will love. You're giving gifts to people. Right. And then I sit back and I look around and and I see how the crowd's reacting. Uh, hey, who's this? You're Spud. Morning, boys. Hey, now. What's your name, Spud? Oh, Spud. Hey, what's up, buddy? Um, how do you feel about the people, if you could turn that radio down, how do you feel about the people that use the skip ahead on the jukebox? Well, hey, if you got the money to do it, skip them. There you go. Tyke feels like it's immoral. You don't wait on No. Hey, he does it, too. He's just incognito. Oh, Spud says you do it, too, Tyke. <laughs> He would do it, too, I guarantee it. <laughs> it just seems wrong to me. Like, if I were at Reesers and there's a line of 10 people in front of me, I should wait my turn. I shouldn't go, hey, Reesers, here's 10 yep. bucks. I want to go next. Hey, but if they'll take that $10, you go next. 
There you go. Ty, don't act like you're not a Judas with your 30 pieces of silver. You would go first, too. <laughs> okay. Well, Spud, I appreciate the call, brother. All right. Y'all have a good day. You too. Stay dry. All right. Bye. <laughs> See, yeah. he, even he knows it's not immoral to do that. I don't know, man. I went to Sunday school every Sunday of my life. And y'all hit, you. okay, in Sunday school, they sit y'all down. And they said, listen, if you're ever in a, a smoky bar and you're playing the jukebox, you should never skip ahead. Like, I believe that my Sunday school teacher would say it was wrong to pay extra money to get a... To be in the smoky bar or to skip ahead? To skip ahead. I grew up Catholic. They don't care about bars. Mm-hmm. But the jukebox... <laughs> the right, jukebox well, would be a moral issue, uh, I think. Weigh in on this, Tyke has a, a burden this morning, a... Um, what would you call that? A theological or phil- philosophical... Philosophical... Dilemma: Is it okay to skip ahead when you're playing songs on the jukebox, whether it be existential the, question, the bar, or even Waffle House has a jukebox? I'll I'll look around and sometimes I will play music on the jukebox for the employees before I leave. Oh, so like you give them a tip and then a gift. Mm-hmm. I see. Little like farewell, like little. So what do you guys think? Is it uh, moral to pay extra to get your song played next on a jukebox? I don't think so. Daniel has no problem with this. 918 Daniel, speaking of uh, spending money, you know where you're going to save a lot of money for your jukebox? You have so many jukebox quarters if you took your car to Jackie Cooper Nissan where they'll give you up to $1,500 over what your trade-in is worth. And let me tell you something about these Nissans. Tag drives a Nissan Maxima. I'm so jealous of this thing, Tag. You, you have a remote start. I did it this morning, too. You have safety features. This thing lets you know if there's something in your blind spot. You know what my car does? Nothing. You know what happens? Every day I go pick up my kid from school, and I get in that pickup line, and uh, all the other parents are like, that's a happening dude. I don't think that's true, but <laughs> you do have a nicer car than me. I, I will give nice you that. Car, my right? car's got like a skeleton key, and you have a remote start. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh, Nissan, man, they figured it out. They're giving you up to $1,500 more on your trade. And then they got low interest rates all over the lot. And plus, you know, you got a life to live. You can't go to like 10 dealerships. Jack and Cooper Nissan has the largest selection of brand new cars in Oklahoma. How about that? How about it? So like one-stop shop, JackieCooperNissan.com to get started. It's 98.5 The Bull. Daniel and I, uh, to me, it's a morality question. Daniel believes that if you have the money and you go to a bar and there's a jukebox there mm-hmm. and you want to hear a song, nowadays jukeboxes are all like computers and stuff. If you pay a little extra money, you can skip everybody else who's waiting on the song to get played to play yours next. That's and I right. think that that's immoral. We went out for your birthday the other day for a happy hour. And uh, I said, let's go somewhere with what? A jukebox. A jukebox. Because that's, I like to go and play songs on a jukebox. It was Tyg's birthday, you know, second or third happy hour he thrown for himself. So we went out <laughs> for that. And I, I don't even know if you noticed or not, I was playing songs that you enjoy yes, for your you birthday. You played uh, Super Tramp and you played Gimme Shelter and the yeah, Rolling played, Stones. Yeah, and all that. I, you, know, you didn't look over and give me a little, no, you know, I a little nod. It. But I, well, you liked it. You didn't know it was me, but I am so you need public the jukebox acclaim. angel, yes. So Daniel claims that he goes into places and he surveys the crowd. And you don't play what you want to hear. You mm-hmm. play what you think they want to hear. But you will That's skip correct. the line. I'll skip it every time. That's immoral. That's like those people. I don't like that where you can go to Disney World, and if you're rich, you get to go on the rides before everybody else. This is what's happening with the jukebox. Well, if you go to Disney World and people that can't afford to get into Disney World are standing outside of Disney World, is that fair? The world can be a cruel place, Tug. Time you accepted it. But what we want to know this morning is, is it okay, is it moral to skip ahead on the jukebox to pay that extra dollar for your song to be played next. 918-879-9898. Good morning. Who's this? This is Rachel. Rachel, is it all right to skip uh, play next on the jukebox? Yes, it is. I think it is. Why do you think this guy's so guilt-ridden? I don't know. I guess because he really wants to do it. Tag, is that what's going on? You have a carnal desire to skip ahead and you, uh, because of your Catholic nature, you feel like you can't? (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think it's wrong just because you have more money to skip other people who are waiting in line legitimately. So in other words, like on the jukebox, there's 10 songs in front of you, but it gives you this option to pay more to get your song played next. I, I don't agree with that. 
Well, I think it's fine. Everybody has the option. You just choose not to do it. That's right, Tug. Please. But what if there's a guy in there, he's down to his last oh, dollar, and go. all he wants he to He don't need to be in the bar. <laughs> and then he doesn't I skip need him. to be even playing a song if he has only a dollar. Right. And there's a guy probably on the sidewalk drinking a drink, you know? Yeah. And if he had a little bit more money, maybe he'd be inside. That's just the way it goes sometimes. Hey, y'all are, y'all are cruel. <laughs> it's the truth. Well, thanks for the call, okay? Bye. It's Tig and Daniel. Who's this? This is Jeff Ward. How you doing this morning? Jeff, we're good. Uh, Tig feels guilt-ridden if he uses the skip-ahead button at the jukebox. Uh, you sound like a fellow that's been to a, a tavern or two and played some songs on the jukebox. Is it all right to skip ahead? It is all right to skip ahead, but what I was going to tell you guys, and you might know this, is that when my wife and I go in a bar that we don't frequent a lot and we play the jukebox, there's an option that's most frequently played songs. Mm-hmm. So we'll hit that once or twice and kind of get a feel for what the bar likes to listen to, and then we'll play our music accordingly. Yeah, so you're like me, like a, a saint, where you go in there and you you play songs for other people. Yeah. Me and you are like a mother like tune reason. to be happy. There's <laughs> nothing worse than 12 people in the bar pissed off at you because yeah. you're playing something they don't like. See, that again, we differ there. I feel like if I'm paying for the song, I'll play what I want to hear, not what everybody else wants to hear. Well, we do to an extent, but, you know, it's kind of like a lot of the times it's music that we like anyway, so we'll mm. go ahead and roll with it. But So y'all like music saints. Anyway. Y'all think of others when y'all are playing yeah. songs. Tig won't skip ahead, yeah, but I he would, will go up there and play Barbara Streisand. so... <laughs> I understand what T just said because yeah. the nun would have cracked my knuckles. <laughs> yeah, old, old T uh, plays whatever he wants, but he will not That's skip right. ahead. <laughs> All right, guys, have a great morning. See, See you now. Bye. It's Tig and Daniel. This is uh, you said your name is Chris. Yes, sir. And what were you just telling us about Jeff? Jeff and I just we went to school together of all things. How crazy is that? <laughs> Heck is going on. Where did Both y'all go to radio. Where did y'all go to school? Well, first off, Jeff is way off base. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh boy. But anyways, um there's also another thing that you guys are really not getting I mean, I understand about paying, you know, maybe playing one or two songs or something like that, but really it just entices a competition and the only winner is the vendor. Period. Because you're already paying a dollar, dollar fifty, two dollars for you know certain songs. That's just going up. But when you do the fast pass, the only person that wins is the is the vendor. Mm-hmm. And I agree, there are a lot of places that there are certain things that are not necessarily inappropriate. It's just not, you know, like like Ty said, it it you know, it certain things. I mean, people just don't want to hear. So I mean, it gets to be a competition. I can tell. I personally, you know, once in a while is one thing, but to just go in there and wipe everybody else out is completely off base. <laughs> I agree. Like you know, you're sitting there, you're wanting to hear some Conway Twitty or something. Then I come in there, and I play um, well, Barbara Streisand. You're not going to like that. And I paid more money to skip well, your Conway Twitty. Well, the the I think the takeaway is, you know, I was in the bar business for 20 years in live music, recorded the whole nine yards, and it's amazing to go into different venues, just like Jeff said, and you know, there's there's a diverse amount of people, and there are songs I had forgotten about. You guys probably have more, you know, music uh, background and 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 quality of you know picking certain things than a lot of people do, but there are people that have no idea. Who, how to play the jukebox, what song went with what band or what era. And it, it's, it is, you know, when they do the fast pass thing, it just gets out of hand. I personally, I'd break somebody's damn fingers if they sat there and did that all night long. Well, you're a troubled <laughs> fellow. Their phone would, yeah, their, their, phone would, their phone would be out in the middle of Memorial. Chris, what's a, uh, what's a song you could go the rest of your life and never hear again after working so many years in the bar business? In a cotta de vida. In a cotta de vida. What is even that? What is that, Tug? I'll play in a second. It's but. about a 27-minute miserable-ass song. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. <laughs> well, I appreciate the call, brother, okay? <laughs> All right, guys. You guys are great. Thanks, man. You guys Thanks, are great. Man. Thank you. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. I'll play in a Gata DeVita Maybe next. you shouldn't because you don't want to give people ideas. I'm going to play the whole 27-minute version. Better you, I bet you won't. <laughs> I, I wish you would, but I bet you won't. <laughs> we'll see what happens next. Go- Chase Beckham's on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning with Tig and Daniel. One of Daniel's favorite things, and I, I enjoy this about you because uh, you like to go play the jukebox. Mm-hmm. You like to go to a place where you can kind of choose the music and you even say you survey the crowd to make sure the music you choose. You're like an 
You're like a secret angel DJ. I like, said, uh, like uh, a saint, like Mother Tunresa. I just go in there and I play things that I think people would want to hear. And see, we... I, I've always been the opposite. Like, and I, I feel you ever have like you look back at your life and sometimes you're like, man, I don't know why I did that. I feel guilty about that. But used to, um, I would go to a bar and now you don't have to walk up to the jukebox and then I would play songs that were super annoying on repeat. Mm. And I remember it got so bad the bartender came and unplugged the jukebox. I, I just played this on repeat. I'd order it 17 times in a row. Oh my God, we're back again. Yeah, that's an all right song and stuff, but not 17 times in a row. I'd and imagine the bartenders get that quite a bit. And they didn't like it. And yeah. uh, But then we just talked to Chris, and he was in the bar business for, what, 20 years? And you asked him. I said, Chris, what's one song you've been in the bar business for 20 years you hope you never hear again? And, he's, and he had a song I never even heard of. What is it called? It's called Enigata De Vida by Iron Butterfly. Well, the problem with this song is, I've just looked it up, it's 17 minutes long. <laughs> That's some bang for so your buck. if you want to really irritate people in your dive bars. Uh, no, I don't want that. Don't play this. That's not a fun, not a funny prank. I mean, it, what, it costs a dollar and you can order it three times in a row. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell in a kind of Elvita. I, I would never be able to play it. In a God of Davida. So, I, you know, we shouldn't have probably said that on the radio because now people are going to go, oh... A 17-minute song. Well, his Chris whole thing, Chris's whole thing was like, don't even play the jukebox because the only person that wins is the vendor. Um, I got no problems with the, the vendor making a little money. I mean, what are we supposed to do? Bring in like a speaker and play songs off your phone at your table? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, you think that would be all right, too? No, I mean, if you go to a bar, you're going to spend money. That's the whole point of the bar. They're, they're a business. Yeah. They're trying to make money. So, yeah, I got no problem with them charging us to play songs. However, they should, like, take 17-minute songs out of the playlist. I do miss – that's what I miss about um, Pizza Hut. And I I feel bad because your kid won't experience this. He's eight years old. Pizza Hut used to be, like, such a nice experience. And you go in there and they had the the tablecloth. And it's probably the first time most kids of our generation played a jukebox. Did you get to play the – yeah. Jukebox at Pizza Hut? Yeah, and also they had the first time I ever saw an arcade game that was a table. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and one guy sat on that side and you sat on this side and you play. Yeah, Pizza Hut used to be like an event. And remember, I told you I spotted that. What did I say I spotted that Pizza Hut classic? Was it was it in Owasso? I can't remember where you said, but we were we were talking about you go in there. There's the uh, checkered red tablecloths and the Parmesan cheese on the table and you sat down and you. Now it's like when you get pizza, you just pick it up or something. Now that's going to drive me crazy. Where was I when I, 918-879-9898. I was like, I've got to go to that Pizza Hut classic, and I thought it was in Owasso. Danny wants to know where the sit-down Pizza Hut is. Well, there's only like four or five of them in the country. That's why it's special. 918-879-9898. I would like to go to a sit-down. It would be so nostalgic. Mm -hmm. It would remind me of going, yeah, being a kid. Pizza Hut used to be so nice. That's where my mama and daddy got engaged was the Pizza Hut. Can't believe that didn't work out. Wait, they're divorced? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rough time for I'm me when sorry. they got divorced. I was a very tender age. How old were you when they got divorced? Like 23 years old. Oh, brittle. It's uh, Ty Gadena. Welcome in. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Speaking of good stuff, Ty, when we were kids, one of the, our favorite restaurants had to be Pizza Hut because they had the checkered tablecloths, and we were talking about uh, the jukebox earlier. It was the first time probably people of our generation got to play a jukebox because Pizza Hut had one, and it was always a nice place to go. In fact, the other day I passed a, a Pizza Hut classic. It's not like one of these new wing streets or whatever that is where you just walk in and get your pizza and leave. You actually go in there and sit down. They've got the checkered tablecloth. I think I told you about this. Where did I say that was? Yeah, I forget exactly, but I know what you're talking about. On the table, they have Parmesan, and then they have the peppers in there or whatever. Yeah, that's pepper the flakes. nostalgic memory you have is the Parmesan cheese and pepper being flakes. like a restaurant. Well, well, yeah, it, it was a restaurant. But now I've got to, I must simply go to lunch now at a Pizza Hut classic, but I can't remember what city it was in. So uh, if you know, give us a call. Hey, good morning. Who's this? This is Brandy. Good morning, Brandy. Do you know where one of those uh, Pizza Huts you can sit down at? 
Pizza Hut Classic. There's one in Owasso and there's one in Claremore. Owasso and Claremore. Have you been in them? I have. Are they are they actually like classics? Mm, they're not like what we remember. Dang it. Because I'm about the same age as you guys, and they're not quite what we remember, but they are the restaurant where you can go in and sit down and the red and white checkered tablecloth and there's no video games so you can't sit there and play pac-man but but it is they are sit down restaurants is it a buffet still because it seems like i remember you yeah. paid a fee and then you would just go pick your pizza out they do have buffets at certain times yeah, that's yeah, a lunch buffet type. That they do twenty four seven, but both of them have the buffet. Yeah. Do you? Uh, do they still have those red plastic cups? Yes. Man, remember those times? They do have yeah. those. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I might go to that Pizza Hut Classic in Owasso. Just walk out of there without four of those things. I wonder if they would mind. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to quite be like what you remember as a kid, but I mean. It's close. Do you want to go to that Pizza Hut Classic with me, and then maybe me and you will get engaged like my parents did that time? Well, my husband might have a problem with it. Well, you said might. <laughs> Not 100%. Yeah. He might. I'm saying there's a chance. <laughs> you know, he's one of those where he'd say it depends on the price. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's sit-down restaurants, but it's not the ones that were when we were growing up. I think there's I'm going to do no it there for lunch. I think I'm going to go. I got, Are got you really now. going to Owasso for lunch? She flung a craving on me. I'm okay. going to go have that pizza up buffet. And I think I called them once and I was like, how much is that lunch buffet? They're like $6. Oh, my God. That's a great deal. Yeah, yeah that's a really good deal. I don't know how much it is, but they do have it. Well, thank you for letting us know. That was going to drive me crazy. <laughs> well, Brandy, <laughs> check with your husband and get back with Daniel, I guess. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm just about to drive by that pizza hut right now. Hey, so. would you? Labrador hanging off the passenger door. Ty, we're very lucky here in Tulsa to have a hockey team, the Tulsa Oilers. Yeah, they're playing Saturday night. We are. We're going to be out there. We're doing something called uh, Shoot the Bull. That's where we go out. What are they? Now, I don't know anything about hockey, so you're going to have to forgive me here. But what is it called when you, um, one of their intermissions? Yeah. You I don't think, know either, do you? I you can admit that you right. don't know. Is it, it? They have two of these things yeah, that are... Yeah, because there's three periods. Yeah. So you got two breaks in between. Are there. they called intermissions, though? I, something on the realm of that. Right. And the second intermission, we're doing something called Shoot the Bull, where we'll go out there and we have a, uh, a puck sewn into a stuffed bull, and we're going to give three people the chance to hit it from a certain point into the net... Yeah. Oh, my God. I sound like a complete <laughs> ding-dong. I'll be excited to learn about hockey. Yeah, we're going to learn a lot. Yeah, shoot the bull so they can uh, hit it into the net from a certain point. They'll win $98 and 5 cents, I guess. 50 cents. Well, I think 5. <laughs> it's 98.5. 98.5 the bull. It would be 50 cents. I'll throw in the extra 45 cents if it's only a, a okay, nickel. It was okay. A little... <laughs> but um, you know what's uh, like making me kind of nervous is that remember the ice storm that came through? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how IMSA said there were more falls than they'd ever had or something like that. I'm concerned. How are we going to walk on the ice? And I've seen, you know, how whenever something goes down, hey now. Like where somebody, you know, falls on ice. Remember that girl, that poor girl went out to sing the national anthem one time and yeah. she like busted. She's like, like oh, what are we going to do? Can you- <laughs> <laughs> I think what that's what I'm worried about. And I'm worried about it for you. I'm worried you're going to get out there. And you're going to uh, slip on that ice and fall. Yes. And I don't want you to get hurt, but I would love it if you fell down. <laughs> Thanks, man. Because you're going to be out there in front of your little son, in front yeah. of Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to get out there and start trying to talk and do your shenanigans like you try to do in that fake announcer voice that you use. And you could be like, <laughs> what? What? If you, ladies and gentlemen, if you shoot the bull, you win $98.05. And then you might fall down like that grape stomp lady back in the day. Remember the first viral video where the lady's stomping the grapes and she falls. It's on the newscast and it yeah. knocks her breath out of her. And she's like, uh, 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 stop. stop. <laughs> what if you did that? That's what I don't want to have happen as we then, get out there and bust our tails. Well, you're saying tails plural. I won't fall. Why not? Because if I feel like I'm about to stumble or whatever, I will simply You do have a low center of gravity, so you're good. Hey, I don't have a low center of gravity. <laughs> you don't? What an insult. Yeah. Um, 
So how are you going to prevent yourself from falling on the ice while we're conducting Shoot the Bull? I have no idea. I, my I, idea the other day was the ice walker. You got to get one of these. What if I just scoot on my fanny? Just never stand up. Now you're thinking. That's right. I could push you in an office chair, I guess. Okay. But uh, we'll be at the Oilers game this Saturday night. Is that correct? Yeah, it is a Scooby-Doo night. They got all kind of stuff going on. They've got Scooby-Doo, like a youth jersey giveaway. The first 1,000 kids, 12 and under, will get a youth jersey. I know your little son, Mac, is in the car right now. He'll probably really enjoy the youth jersey. You know, they, they do such a good job, whether it's uh, the drillers or the Oilers, they do a good job of making it fun, even outside of the action on the rink, right? Like so many things happening. Well, we're taking a call. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, now, who's this? Hello? Hey, now, what's your name? Brinley. Brinley? Yeah. Are you excited about uh, Scooby-Doo night at the Tulsa Oilers this weekend? Are you going to come out and see uh, Ty and I? We're going to do something called Shoot the Bull, where you could win yourself $98.05. Yeah. All right. We got seasonal tickets. Seasonal tickets. Hey, now. So she's... uh, very blessed. She can and go also, to any game she wants. Um, so out on the ice, they roll out carpet. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. Oh, that's good. So we won't we won't hurt ourselves. Nope. Okay, Even the good. children know, Tag, that you need carpet or some type of cushioning <laughs> so you don't fall down. Yeah, I thought I was just going to walk up there in my tennis shoes. How old are you? Hello? I'm dancing with the ice girls, and also I'm 11. 11. So why don't you try to find us? If you can find us, maybe we'll let you be one of the people that get to shoot the bull, and maybe you can go for $98. Do you think you could hit a hockey puck? What's the uh, blue? Where should we have them shoot it from, Ty? I see that's one of the problems. I have zero inkling about how far I you can hit a hockey puck. I where they can get it in, you know? Yeah, but you want it to be, there should be some drama. Well, try to find us. You'll see me. I'm very handsome. Then you'll see Tig, who's very elderly, and he looks like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. And uh, if you can find us, maybe we'll let you shoot the bull on Saturday at the Tulsa Oilers. I can't say that word. Those <laughs> two words together. Tulsa. Tulsa Oilers. She's right. excited. Starstruck. Starstruck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thanks for the call. Okay. And we'll see you Saturday night at the Oilers game. All right. It's 98.5 The Bull. Dan, and we got some business to take care of. Eight minutes away from... The 98.5 The Bull fight. Hardy tickets. Hardy's going to be performing at the Walmart Amp May 30th. And we've got your tickets. Next on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. Well, good morning there. It's 744. Time for our bull fight. And we've already got two contestants lined up, Daniel. They're lined up and ready to go. Uh, Weston is on line one. Janine on line two. Ty, let me introduce you to Weston. He is an analyst at a pipeline company. What does an analyst do? Uh, I pretty much analyze uh, pipelines and the product that moves in them. Okay. Ty, any questions for the analyst? I'm just concerned about his phone connection right now. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, Weston, can you, are you in one of the pipes now? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. All right. Well, let's see if we can uh, if you can get a little bit of a better connection. That'll that'll help. In the meantime, we'll talk to Janine. She's a parts manager at an aircraft rep repair place. Uh, Janine, how are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? You said you're a plumber of the sky. Basically, yes. What's we repair all the toilets and stuff for the airline. What's the most unusual thing you found in one of those toilets? Uh, probably diapers. Hmm. That's not that unusual. People should know better than that. Of Come course. On. I mean, yeah. like, why are we behaving like that? <laughs> Good question. Janine, how come in the aircraft uh, restroom they say no shaving in here, please? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know that. Hmm. Tag, have you ever shaved in a plane? No, but I like how they also remind you you can't smoke in the bathroom. Yeah. They're like, don't try to vape in there and don't try to destroy the smoke detector. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Enough tomfoolery, guys. Let's get down to business. The game today is Disney movies by characters. I'm going to give you the name of some characters, and based on those characters, you'll identify the Disney movies. Do you guys have children? Yes. Yes. All right. So this should be pretty easy for you guys. Uh, we will start with you, Weston, pipeline analyst. Magic Mirror, Sneezy, Huntsman. What movie is that from? Snow White. 
Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Correct. Janine. Mufasa. Yes. Nala. Rafiki. Moana? No, it's not Moana. It is uh, the Lion King. Mm. She said, mm, she said. <laughs> <laughs> Weston. The Genie. Abu. Aladdin. Aladdin is correct. Janine, let's get on the board here with Wendy, Mr. Smee, and Tinkerbell. Um, Peter Pan? Peter I have Pan no idea. Is, oh, hold on, you were right. Let's improve <laughs> that attitude a little bit. You were right. It's, it was Peter Pan. She says the right answer, and then goes, I have no idea. I know, I was a guess. That's a movie about the peanut butter? Uh, it is, yes. Right. <laughs> Weston. Mowgli. Baloo. Shere Khan. Uh, the, the Jungle Book. The Jungle Book is correct. Janine. He's killing it. He's doing well, isn't he? <laughs> he is. All right. Janine, which movie had Fairy Godmother and Prince Charming? Oh. Shrek? Now, Shrek's not even a Disney movie, but it was a Cinderella. Cinderella. Mm -hmm. Weston. Rapunzel, Gothel, and Flynn Rider. Rapunzel. Oh. I can't think of the name. Mm -hmm. Do you want to try to steal that from him, uh, Janine? Um, no, I don't know what it is. I have no idea. That would be tight. I'm Help not very good at the Disney. Well, what's that now? I'm not very good at the Disney movie, obviously. No, you're good. Don't don't say that. <laughs> don't sell yourself short. Uh, Janine, I'm trying to find an easy one for you. John Smith, Governor Ratcliffe, Pocahontas. Pocahontas? Yes, is that your guess? Yeah. That is correct. Now, don't you feel better? You were saying you were no good and look at you. Oh, yeah. Great. <laughs> Weston. Yes. John, wait, I just had that one. Uh, Figaro. Geppetto. Jiminy. Uh, Pinocchio. Pinocchio is correct. Janine. Yes. Mufasa. Nala. Rafiki. Uh, I don't know. That's a softball because that was the uh, first question I asked you. That would be <laughs> the Lion King again. <laughs> You repeated the question? Yeah, I was just trying to... Trying to help her out. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Weston, you've got a decision to make. You can hold on to these tickets to Hardy at the Walmart Amp on May 30th, or you could give them to Janine. Janine, why should Weston give you the tickets this morning? Uh, he earned them. Fair and square. He shouldn't. So you, you, you're you just like, don't even give them to me? No, man. No, he won. All right. He's the winner. Uh, Weston, uh, Janine says you deserve them. What will you decide? Will you keep these tickets or give them to Janine? That's nice. Janine, I think I'm going to give them to you. Oh, why, thank you. Well, uh, now, Janine, will you take the tickets or give them back to Weston? <laughs> well, I mean, he, he won them fair and square, so if he wants them, he can have them, <laughs> most definitely. But he said he wants you to have them. That's up to you, though. Can you make it out to the Walmart Amp on May 30th, or are you going to foist them back onto Weston? No, I can make it if he's willing to give them up. Well, you heard him. You know, he said. I, wanna, I want you to have them. He wants you to have them, Janine. Oh, I thank you, sir. Uh, will you accept them, Janine, or give them back to Weston? I will accept them. All right. Look at that. Look at that. What a, what a moment, Tug. Yeah. Very um, positive attitudes today. Janine, who are you going to take to the show with you? 
Uh, probably my husband. All right. There you go. Well, Janine, uh, if you want to say a few words to Weston to thank him, you can take that and do that now. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Thank you, Weston. Ha- have a great day. You're welcome. You too. All right, guys. Could you do me one last favor? Give me three numbers and an animal. 98, 98 five, the bull. Thank you, guys. Daniel, is, uh, is someone else calling you, baby? No. Listen, we have a uh, 98.5 The Bulls TikTok. It's called The Bull Tulsa on TikTok. And uh, we do something called the Tiger Daniel $20 bet, which nobody's won yet. And uh, the other day we had your little son in Mac. He's eight years old. And we said, here's a phone baseball. If you can throw it through this ring light, we'll give you $20. And we thought he didn't make it through the ring light. And then people started watching the uh, TikTok on the Bull Tulsa's TikTok page and said he did make it through. In fact, 90% of people who've watched this TikTok said he made it through. Your son is convinced he made it through. Your wife is convinced. Yeah, he told me when I got home one day, he's like, Dad, I made the first one. Why didn't I get the $20? I said, you missed it. So but what, then you go back and watch the video, and it looks like he made it. Well, I'm telling you that he didn't. So what I'd like you to do today is go to the Bulls' TikTok page, watch the video, Tiger Daniel's $20 bet. Tiger's little son attempts to throw the foam ball through the ring light. Uh, I don't think he made it. You're on the fence. He thinks he made it. And uh, if, if I owe him $20, I'm going to give it to him. And some people were like, well, just give him the $20 anyway. I can't do that. That's not. Yeah, he didn't win the bet. It's not fun. I mean, if we believe that it didn't go through, it's the bull, the easy way to find it on TikTok, the bull Tulsa. There you go. The Watch bull that Tulsa. TikTok. Let us know if he made it through or not, and we will uh, take into consideration your opinion. We need you to be kind of like the umpires uh, at the bull Tulsa's TikTok page. Thank you. Play. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Semaglutide medications are all the rage these days, Ty. You see it in the news. Uh, let me tell you about Revelex from Red Mountain. It's a brand new product, and it's like they've taken the semaglutide medications and improved them. Uh, first of all, I don't really like to inject myself. I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of needles. Revelex is a daily tablet that you can take, and it gets rid of most of the side effects. Another thing I love about it, half the price. Yeah, how about that? And plus, what they're saying here is that with Revolex, this new formula that diminishes side effects, you still get that weight loss benefit. You can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. That's 15 pounds in 30 days. And if you're like us, you'd like to look a little better, feel a little better, all you have to do now is dial pound 250, keyword red mountain weight loss. It's Revolex, and you can get it today. Keyword, Red Mountain Weight Loss, when you dial pound 250. My little brother Bryce is in town, Tig. Uh, it's 98.5 The Bull, 19 years old, and uh, he's been hanging out. He says, I think he's going to be ready to leave around the 3rd or the 4th. I look at plane tickets, about $400 if I get him a good flight. 150 <laughs> if I get him a flight. What do you mean... What's the difference between the $400 flight and the $150 flight? The $400 flight's a good flight. Straight to Montgomery, well, not straight, but uh, from here to Dallas to Montgomery, Alabama, where my dad can pick him up very easy. The $150 flight is uh, here to Atlanta, about 14, 15 hours, two layovers. Wait, it's not a direct flight from Tulsa to Atlanta? <laughs> uh-uh. Dude, how is that possible? Like, I thought we definitely have direct flights to Atlanta. I haven't dug into it that much, but, um, yeah, you do. And those are very expensive. Hmm. The 13, 14-hour trip, though, is only $150. Now, Tig does not like to spend money. And he has a brother. A younger brother, too, actually. So should I get him the $150 flight or should I get him... The $400 flight. Is the $400 going to put you out? Is it going to put me out? What does that like, mean? Uh, is it Will I be, be homeless after that? No. Will I? Do I want to pay $400? Also, no. But also can't stay. But if you are going to have to take a 13-hour flight when you're 19, that's the time to do it. I don't know, man. I would probably, um, as, as cheap as I am, <laughs> I would probably go ahead and buy the better flight. Really? In that situation, yeah, of course. Well, I mean, why? I don't know. I mean... I, I, wanted to, I want him to experience and travel, so this would be a good way for him to have to go to a different, you know, a couple of different airports. Yeah, you know, I don't think it counts. Like, people go, I've been to Philadelphia. I'm like, you have? They're like, yeah, I was at the airport. That doesn't really count. 
He's not going to see the world by sitting in the airport. That's his business. <laughs> he will be able to say, I have been to Philadelphia. <laughs> but he's not going to see the Liberty Bell sitting in that airport. He might see a picture of it in the airport. True that. I don't know. Would I, it even, also be kind of a funny prank to put this guy on like an 18-hour flight when he could really be there in about an hour and a half? Don't do that to him. He's your little brother, and if you can... He's 19, though. He's not some cute little baby anymore. What would you do if your mom was in that situation? My mom? Yeah. Well, like, your mom's here, and you got to get her back to Alabama. The direct bus. <laughs> no, I would fly her directly. Oh, I But see, she's like, like, you know, 68-year-old lady. This is a 19-year-old boy full of vigor. He could explore the airport. All right, but he's only 19. Yeah. So it's not like he can stop and get, like, a drink or something. Yeah, he ain't going to be hanging out at the old bar. He's just going to be you know, sitting there. Not going to have a great time at Buffalo Wild Wings inside the airport. He's just going to be sitting there taking <laughs> it. It's going to suck. <laughs> I'll probably go with the, uh, you the better nicer go the, flight. Because I just got back from a trip, and the flight was nine hours. Woo-wee. And, man, I don't care who you are. That sucks. Mm-hmm. It's like sitting. It's like if you went home and sat in a chair for nine hours straight. <laughs> that's exactly what that's like. It's 98 Fathable, Carrie, uh, excuse me, Corey Kent what? with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys. Well, I think anybody who uh, has bought a house, you got to go to like the mortgage company and apply for the loan and all that. And then they want all your pay stubs. It's 98 Fathable. Good morning. I mean, I'm glad they're there, you know, because you got to buy a house. However, it is a little frustrating where they go, I need your pay stubs and then... You wait like a few weeks, they need the next pay stub. And, you know, you went through that, didn't you? I it's went, like you had to send them all your financial information over and over. It drove me crazy. They said, do you have the down payment for this? And I was like, yes, of course I do. Here's a here's a picture, a screenshot of my balances, my checking account, my savings account. Sent it to them. Then they were like, we also need to know, we need proof of where it came from. Like, what? Like, yeah, it's like in it, there. Just it take it. can't be a gift or something. Um. A tiny bit off subject, but yesterday I met some folks, and I guess you're kind of known now in Tulsa as the guy whose pipes freeze over every year in your house that you just bought a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. I saw some people at lunch. It was from the people from Blue Cross Blue Shield, and they were like, um, did Tig's pipes freeze again this year? And I said, oh, uh, yeah, his dishwasher froze. But the lady at the table said her dishwasher also froze. And so you're kind of like known now as the guy whose pipes freeze. Yeah, who cannot Take care of his home. You're what are you? You're Tulsa's wind. You're the wind beneath Tulsa's wings. Um, I'm the Tulsa whiner. Well, they, no, they they were just like, hey, is that guy all right? Yeah, he needs some help over there with his house. <laughs> but are you trying to buy another house? Why do Why are you? No, why is this what I was going to say is then okay. So whenever you sign up for a mortgage, mm-hmm. you always start out with some company, and then that's your loan, and then they sell it immediately to some other company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they yeah, almost I'd say within the first month they try to get yeah, rid of it. You give your money to somebody at first and then later they send you like some kind of notice where you got to pay somebody else now. And then yesterday I go to the mailbox, my mortgage has been sold again. Really? Yeah. And they say on this letter and this drives me insane. Like I've got to do all this work now to pay my bill. Like they don't like it's all like on auto draft or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I just know it's coming out. I plan for that. I budget for that. I don't get on and log in and pay it actively. They just pull it out. And then they sent me a letter yesterday, and they're like, hey, we've sold your mortgage. And now you got to do all these things and register on this new website and then put in your, and you got to pay it manually the first month. And then after that, we'll start. Like, that doesn't seem fair. Just tell them you ain't going to do it. (laughs) And then they'll tell me to get out of the house. And you say, well, I ain't going to do that either. Doesn't it seem wrong? I don't like it myself. I don't like when they ask me to prove that I have the money for the down payment. They say, well, where is it coming from? I should be like to them, so do you guys have enough money to loan me to buy this house? Okay, I need proof of where it came from. Like, where did you get your money? Yeah, where did you get your money to get me to buy this house? Like, I want to say, like, that's my business. Either give me the (laughs) loan or don't. I'm not going to go through a bunch of hoops anymore. I hate that process. It's so annoying. And God bless the people that do it. I'm sure they're just as frustrated. But I would just get calls all the time. You know, I filled out the application. I told you what I made. I proved what I made. And then two weeks later, we're like, we need the next pay stuff. Like, hey, Daniel, do you mind sending us a picture of those coins you took to Coinstar in uh, 2004? <laughs> well, I, we, I know we have the receipt from it, but can you take a picture of the actual bucket of coins? <laughs> yeah, it's not dissimilar to that. It really is. Like, what, what are they doing? I have no idea. And then I tried to refinance once. Oh, my God. 
they again were like, I need to verify your income. I go, guys, I've been paying you guys the whole time. Like, I, what do you what do you think? I'm not going to pay you? I think this is a fairly new thing because Tyke and I both bought houses in 2008. And I don't know if you remember what happened in 2008, uh, something called the bubble bursts. What was that? What did that mean exactly? The real estate bubble burst. We paid top dollar for our, our houses. Yeah. And then... Like that night on the news, they're like, man, I hope you didn't buy a house today. Yeah. And we had. Dan Rather's like, I hope you didn't buy homes today. The bubble just burst. But when I went into the bank back then in 2008, right before the real estate crash, they didn't ask me nothing. That's they, probably why th They asked me like one question. They said, would you like a loan? And I was like, sure, I'll take one. And they explained to me some kind of thing I had. I did not understand at all. They're like, this thing has an arm and a leg. And <laughs> here's the money. <laughs> I think they gave it to me the same day I came in there. That's how crazy it was. <laughs> like Do you remember Now that? you got to jump through these hoops, they, which yeah, maybe is a good thing so we don't get in trouble. Well, can we have a few less hoops? Like, would, I'll jump through like to... a couple of hoops. Yeah. <laughs> and Daniel has the... Uh, not to brag on Daniel, he is my friend, but I do want to brag on him. He got about a 7% mortgage loan, so congratulations Seven sounds good. I had 7.37, which, by the way, I think that's HIPAA. I don't know that you can tell people that. Have the rates that's gone down yet? Violation. I need you to watch these for me, too. Yeah, they'll go down, and you're going to refinance. That's your plan. Right. But have they done it yet? Uh, a little bit. How, oh, I don't know if it's oh, worth oh, it for oh, you oh. yet. But <laughs> it's uh, 98.5. Well, good morning, Tig and Dan. <laughs> It's Nate Smith on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Uh, what is the temperature of freezing, Daniel, Fahrenheit scale? What is it? What did you tell me the other day? 32? It's 32 degrees. There you go. And they say you're at risk of your pipes freezing when it gets 20 or so outside. And, um, and I'm looking at the forecast. I don't see anything below 30 degrees for the next seven days. So we can all breathe a sigh yeah. of relief for at least seven days. And I have space heaters all over my house. Do you know how much it costs to run a space heater per month? No, I'm not a nerd. One space heater will add $50 to your electric bill. I am unplugging those space heaters, though. Are you serious? Yeah, and I got three going. Ooh-wee. During the, uh, so I think a lot of us are going to have, like, a pretty surprising electric bill coming up. Well, by the way, didn't uh, PSO send that email out not too long ago that said, hey, uh, your power bill is going to be reduced? the next few weeks. Oh, is it? Or months. Oh, that's good. I news. didn't understand why. I was happy to see it, though. Well, maybe that we'll get a break on it. Have but, you uh, noticed it yet? That, no, I haven't uh, seen my new bill, one? but I am I'm scared of it because I did run three space heaters simultaneously, so much so that, like, I blew fuses and all that. You're like, just a big old disaster. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me get, yeah. Like I said yesterday, I met some people from Blue Cross Blue Shield. They were at a lunch, and uh, they asked me about your home, your the trouble you've been having with your pipes freezing, the latest thing. Fuses are blown, and you said you they, you took out the fuse. There was dimes behind it. No, no, there was. Where did you get that? I do have a fuse box. Like traditionally, right now, you have that switch you can go up and down on. Mine screw in like a light bulb. Not breakers. You have like, old-fashioned yeah, glass. Yeah, like this is old stuff, man. And then my dad said that people used to put dimes behind it to stop them from, from blowing, blowing, which but is that very would just dangerous. cause a fire. Right. Yeah, so, so no, I don't do that. You did not do that, though, with dimes. Of course not. <laughs> Buddy, I think it's time for you to look for a new house. Oh, okay. Maybe one built, you know, within the last 200 years. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate it. Also, did you see this, Daniel? When I leave my house... I can walk to several parks. There's tons of parks here in Tulsa. And listen to this. Tulsa passes ordinance giving parks director authority to prohibit alcohol in city parks. I thought you already couldn't have drinks there. Like, are people, like, you know, throwing a case of beer in their pickup truck and going to the park? No, but I think I've seen people out there eating, uh, having a picnic with uh, cheeses and wines, and they oh, might like have, a French you know, person? little... Well, no, not necessarily French, just a couple that are wanting to have a nice romantic afternoon, and they're having, like, a little sunset picnic. Why don't you and your wife do that? I'll buy you all the stuff. Y'all can go out there and do that. No, thanks. <laughs> this is Caitlin Deggs for News on 6. Parks director says this is not a ban on alcohol in parks. It simply gives the parks director the authority to make changes to restrict drinking in specific parks if there are a lot of complaints. So basically, like, you can bring wine to a park. So long as you don't act crazy. Right. Now they'll have the authority to remove you from the park. Mm -hmm. I had no This clue. is great news to you for some reason? You're going to go set up a moonshine still out there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to be like, like that guy Tickle, except make it in the park. Tickle for moonshiners? Yeah, that's right. Okay. 
What you got? Uh, did you see that another uh, situation in the news about aircraft? This time the nose wheel came off of a Delta plane. This is a Boeing 757. Is that That's not the ones that's had the trouble with the... 737 is the challenge right now. All right, this is the 757 lost its nose wheel right before taking off from the Hartsville-Jackson Atlanta International Airport. Here's another pilot telling the plane they saw their wheel rolling away as he got ready to take off. I'm surprised the original pilot didn't realize the nose wheel had taken off or flown away. You know what I'm saying? The guy flying the plane didn't yeah. recognize it. Is there it. no sensor that lets you know you've lost a wheel? Unsure. Hmm. Delta 982, this is the aircraft looking at you. you. One of your nose tires just came off. It just rolled off the runway uh, behind you. Delta 982, uh, tower, sounds like we've got a problem. Yeah, so sounds like they might have a problem. Not sounds like, you do. If the wheel <laughs> is rolling Falling away, off, yeah. you got a problem. What did they do, do you think? Uh, took them all off that aircraft? or? Well, weren't they taken off when they got airborne and the tire came off, right? So they had to fly back. Well, no, it said lost its nose wheel right before taking off. Oh, so, yeah, they would have gone back to the gate. And, and re repaired the wheel or changed everybody planes? everybody off and fixed the plane or moved the plane. Boy, plane I bet that was a big old mess in Atlanta because that is a very busy airport. It's the busiest airspace in the entire world. Really? The whole world? The whole world. Oh, man. You, you would I, think, like, New York would be busier, but they got three airports. Yeah. Atlanta's got one, and it's a huge hub, and it's the busiest airspace in the whole world. Uh, we were talking the other day about the ice, and boy, on and on, Ty and I were like, please be careful when you're driving. Please be careful when you're driving. Later on that day, I took my dog for a walk, and what I should have been saying all that morning was, be careful when you're walking, because I think walking was the most dangerous thing you could do that day on account of the ice. Well, a Kansas teenager's recovering after a slip on some ice led to his pliers impaling the side of his torso. 15-year-old Joey talking about the incident that led to his hospital visit. So I was shoveling snow in the pickup that parked by right here, and I just, I was walking over to get something out of the pickup, and I just slipped and fell right there. Well, I got up, and I noticed my pliers were in my pouch. I didn't, and I looked down, and they were just inside me. I tried to pull them out when I first seen they were in there a couple times. They didn't come out. I called mom and told her I was on the way to the ER, and my pliers were inside me. I think I would have rephrased that, like, Mom, they've stuck into my side. The Not mom. Got to go to the hospital. Pliers are inside me right now. <laughs> I think the probably the silver lining to this is they're never going to ask Joey to shovel the sidewalk again. Yeah, he's out of that. Remember here in Tulsa, EMSA said they got like three times the number of calls for falls. You're right. Like we are concerned about driving, but heck, man, even getting out to your car is a risk. They would be like, Joey, go out there, and I want you to shovel that sidewalk. You'd be like, well, I would, but you remember what happened last time? That time uh, nature stabbed me. And that pliers inside me. Not good. It's 98.5 The Bull. You got anything else? Oh, I was going to remind everybody on Saturday at the Oilers game, if you want to come out and check out a hockey game for the first time, you can. It was a Scooby-Doo night, and Tig and I are doing something called Shoot the Bull, where we'll select some people out of the crowd to try to hit a... Hockey puck into the net. I don't know how to talk about hockey, by the way. Yeah, I don't you're, know if you noticed this so or far. not. You're Are you good, good at hockey? Do you know things about hockey? Not not, not as much as I need to. Uh, I wish I were like Emilio Estevez from the Mighty Ducks, but I'm not. Uh, you, If you can hit it from a certain length, you're going to get $98.50. What and do you call do that? This. Like You do that one of the intermissions? Yeah, the second, the second, between the second and third period, we're going to go out on the ice. Right. And thank God... Uh, I think her name was Brinley called, and she's uh, 11 years old, and she goes to the hockey games, and we were scared we were going to fall on the ice, but she said they lay out carpet for us. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, because at this age, if I break a hip, I'm done. Will you be wearing a hockey mask during this, like Jason Voorhees from Fridays the 13th? Is that an insult? Well, how's it an insult? Like I shouldn't shove my face? No, I'm just asking if you'll be wearing one of those hockey masks. I'm going to be in full gear. Full gear, all yes, right. The, Shin pads and everything. Okay, yeah. So come see Tig and I at the Tulsa Oilers game this Saturday night. It's also Scooby-Doo night. The first 1,000 youth get a free youth jersey. Good morning, Gus. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, Daniel does this thing around the office called the $20 bet. Daniel will just give you $20 of, of his money if you can accomplish sort of a task. And it's stuff like uh, I tried to make a long shot basketball mm -hmm. shot, right? I missed. I didn't get the 20 bucks. Sometimes I have to throw a baseball and hit a certain target. I haven't done that yet. I haven't been successful. Well, something's bugging me about the $20 bet, uh, the Tiger Day on $20 bet. We've never had to pay anybody, right? Nobody's ever won the $20 bet. But I'm worried now that I might owe uh, your son 
$20. Uh, we got him to the Tiger Dang on $20 bet the other day. And after going back and rewatching this, I'm wondering if he didn't make it. He had to throw a foam baseball through a ring light. And at the time, I didn't think he made it. But now I see on all the comments, 90% of the people are saying, yeah, he made it. And when I got home, well, when I picked him up from school that afternoon or something, he said, Dad, I made the first throw. I did miss the second and third, but I made the first throw. I don't understand why I'm not getting the money. And I said, no, you missed it. And then we watched the video together, and I'm like, oh, my God, maybe he made it. You were kind of distracted because you're filming it. Mm -hmm. I was kind of distracted because the ball um, was bouncing back towards me, so I was trying to catch it. So I don't know, man. Like, the both Tulsa on TikTok right now, yeah. they have the video, and it looks like the kid made it. You watch it. Uh, Cabrina Brown on the comment says he made it. Give that boy his $20. Caleb Goodboy, too, said that was in. Saucy30 said he made it. Pay up, dirty bird. Referring to you. Yeah, but you were the one who has to pay. I know. Dana said he made the first shot. Pay up, Daniel. But then Matthew says he didn't make it. Megan says went just under. Another guy says he made that. So you know how, like, I'm at a, a loss here. What do you do in this situation? Well, you know how like in a football game um, they'll do one of those – replays mm -hmm. and the umpire walks up to a tv and they watch it maybe you guys could be our umpire you know put your head under like a little hood watch the tiktok and see if this thing went in or not we can't tell i mean i guess do i let the audience decide or what i don't i don't know what to do here i think uh yeah let's leave it up because we're confused we're not going to have a solution to this but if we leave it up to uh you guys listening um, you could be kind of our referee under the hood looking at the replay and decide, did my boy make that first shot or did he miss that first shot? I mean, and it is hard to tell. It's going to drive you crazy. Well, yeah, and I'm tempted to just give him the money anyway, but I can't do that. I, think, no, I don't, I don't think, think that'd be that's a very a good, good lesson, lesson to teach. Yeah. No, you, you, you know, you make a bet. If you lose it, you don't get the money. But you if know? I but if I owe him the money, I got to pay him. That's going to, like, really drive right. me crazy. But, you know, it's like if you're gambling at a blackjack table and you get close to beating him, you still don't get paid. Yeah. Head you over to the casino saying? and uh, put your money on roulette and you don't get it. You get the number beside it. See what the <laughs> Yeah, they're still going to take your does. money. They're so. going to rake it away immediately with that stick they use or whatever. That, uh, that video, the Bull Tulsa. On the Bull Tulsa's TikTok. That's right. Good morning, guys. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Pool. Semaglutide medications are all the rage these days, Tyke. You see it in the news. Uh, let me tell you about Revelex from Red Mountain. It's a brand new product, and it's like they've taken the semaglutide medications and improved them. Uh, first of all, I don't really like to inject myself. I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of needles. Revelex is a daily tablet that you can take, and it gets rid of most of the side effects. Another thing I love about it, Half the price. Yeah, how about that? And plus, what they're saying here is that with Revolex, this new formula that diminishes the side effects, you still get that weight loss benefit. You can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. That's 15 pounds in 30 days. And if you're like us, you'd like to look a little better, feel a little better, all you have to do now is dial pound 250, keyword red mountain weight loss. It's Revolex, and you can get it today. Keyword, Red Mountain Weight Loss, when you dial pound 250. Daniel, there's a movie I'm actually excited about seeing. and uh, you is, know, it, is it new? Let me try to guess what it is before you tell me. Is okay. it new? Well, it's, it's not out yet, but uh, yeah, it's supposed to be coming out. Uh, to theaters or streaming? Uh, I think theaters. Give me a hint. I'll give you this hint. The new Beverly Hills Cop? Did you see that? I knew that they were making one. Um, I didn't know you're such a fan of Axel Foley and the Beverly Hills Cop oh, movies. I thought Eddie Murphy was like great. He, you know, he had a tough time there in his career for a while. But he was the funniest dude in the world at some moments, and then he had a hit a little slump. But you think he's back? You know what they're doing? I think like Hollywood, it's hard to come up with great ideas. And look what they did with Top Gun. They brought that thing back. And Beverly Hills was a phenomenon. Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills Cop, Cop yeah. right? Mm -hmm. it, it really worked. And they did three of them, and every single one of them was pretty good. So I bet they're going, you know, like, all right, we don't have any great ideas. Let's just bring these movies back. And so I look at Eddie Murphy, by the way, and it looks like he didn't age. How? That's 40 years ago? He looks great, yeah. He, and he doesn't look 40 years old. He looks like a, you know, a week older. Mm -hmm. 
How come when a year goes by, I look 10 years older? You just, I don't know. You've always had that. You, but you really don't age. You've always looked like crap. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> Will you go to the theater and see this, or is this a streamer? I would probably go to the theater. Really? Yeah. This is like uh, nostalgia-ish, and everybody our age, we're in our 40s. Yeah. Probably was a kid when that movie came out, and I don't know. I'm pretty excited about it. Well, I hope that it does well. I, I am pulling for him. I like the guy, and he's had a hard time. Yeah. Um, and remember, he refused to go. He started on Saturday Night Live, Eddie Murphy, and he refused to go back on because they made a joke about him, and he said, I'm never going back on that shit. But then he later did and hosted, but um, he just disappeared for like 20 years, didn't he? And now he's coming back, so we'll see Eddie Murphy out there again. 98.5 The Bull with Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel. What's that, something from school? Tig, that's something not so serious that you got in trouble for at school. I got in trouble um, in second, they paddled me in second grade, which is my son's age. You're like eight years old? Eight years old. You got a, So corporal punishment back then when paddling was allowed, what did you get paddled for? Um, me and the boys went in the bathroom, and we found out that if you put soap on your hands and rub them together, and then kind of spread your hands apart, you could blow bubbles in the bathroom. Two questions. Uh, how old was Bubbles, and why would they <laughs> paddle you over that? Um, you know what? The other thing about that, I remember that instance very clearly. Miss um, Jones, my second-grade teacher, stood at the doorway of the bathroom, saw us all blowing bubbles in there, and uh, and she said, hey, Johnny, did you blow bubbles in here? And she says, and he goes, no. And then... My, my buddy Bixler, he said, no, I didn't. I was the only honest one. And I said, I, I did, Miss Jones. I was blown. And I was the only one that got paddled. So it taught yeah. me a lesson. Lie your A off. Um, I, at school, my school was in the middle of nowhere, not even a caution light in the town. It was like literally in the middle of nowhere. And in the restrooms at my school, believe it or not, they didn't have stalls. So if you went in there into the restroom, there was a toilet in the corner, there was a urinal in the other corner and a sink. So if you have to go to the restroom. If you have to use the toilet, you have no humiliation. Oh, my God. So yeah. I'm about 14, 15 years old. Go to the restroom before school. This was before school even started. I got there early, went in. Have to use the restroom. I go, well, I'm not going to risk public humiliation by going and sitting on that toilet when just anybody can walk in here. So I walked across the street to this little restaurant, little like cafe thing. This is not a very busy, busy intersection. I had driven to school, walked across the street to go to the restroom. The principal walks over there, knocks on the door while I'm in the restroom. Oh, my God. He's like, what are you doing in here? I was embarrassed. I was like, it's picture day. I'm combing my hair. I was really using the restroom. I didn't even want him to know. Come out. He goes, all right, that's ISS. I had to go to in-school suspension for a day for using the restroom across the street. In in-school suspension... They made me read all these pamphlets about drugs. I'd never done any type of anything. <laughs> yeah. And then this lady comes over there while I'm in, in school suspicions, like, okay, do you think you'll ever do drugs again? I was like, lady, I never, I've never done drugs. <laughs> I went across the street to the restroom. I can't believe they put me in ISS know, for that's that. That's so unfair. That's, like, not proportional. And you should not be forced to use the restroom in front of your teenage peers. I agree. That is, that is that's totally craziness. ridiculous. Like, you, who doesn't want privacy? That's that's a wild thing. I mean, that's on the school. And I applaud you for doing something sure. differently. Like, I stood up. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. That, And I don't know if it's the same in ladies' rooms, but there is times where we don't have any privacy whatsoever. You got to have a stall. You, you just got to just go for it. Had I, I used that restroom and my buddies would have walked in, do you know how bad I would have been ridiculed? Yeah. No, and I, if I, I walked in there and one of my buddies... We're on that toilet with no stall around them. Do you know how bad I would have ridiculed them? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. Walking across the street, the punishment does not fit the crime. That's my problem. I'm Maybe. still mad about it. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell. The Tiger Daniel Podcast. Brought to you by Snow's Furniture.